Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Welcome back, family. Soul Patrol, yes, Jesus, Jesus 911. Yeah, with Jesse and Anita. It's so great to be back here and, and to be with our family. Wow. I know last week we weren't there, but and we were there, but we weren't there <laughs> live. So we're here live today to be with you today. Absolutely. We got so much to cover today. What's uh, yeah, on yeah. the down run there? A lot, lot, lot of stuff to cover. Today yeah. at Holy Mass, we yeah. saw some spiritual warfare. Yes, we did. We did. We did witness it, and we recognized it that yeah. immediately. And we, I, we, I started praying for the priests and so yes. did my wife, obviously. Yes. In today's gospel, it's in Mark chapter 3, verses 13 and 19, and it talks about our Lord being sent, sending forth the apostles. Uh, to preach and, and the authority to drive out demons. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the priest, he's an old priest, he's retired, but, mm-hmm. but he's never had this problem before. He, now he's, he always clear, speaks very clear. Very clear. Very clear dude. and very, very clear. sharp. You can tell his mind is very sharp. Yeah. He couldn't proclaim the God. It wouldn't come out. He was heavy. He, was, he even he said, was, I think I got a demon in my throat. Yeah, he did. So he goes, yeah, I got a demon there in my throat because he's ta- he was talking about was angelology. Talking angelology and yes. demonology. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, good stuff, yeah, Father. Uh-huh. Wow, mm-hmm. he must have... He must have went into the uh, newadvent.org encyclopedia or, yes, or St. Or, Thomas. Or, or maybe listen to the War College with Jesse War Romero. College. I don't or, know. But or, he was giving some good teaching on angels and yes, demons. Yes, he was very good. And all of a good. sudden, he was not able to speak. He was able to speak. He would, his voice would start to crack. And then it felt like he had uh, wanted to before. cough and was, wasn't able to clear his throat. Yeah. So that was impeding his, his, his voice box from... Um, just expelling the words, and he sure, just couldn't. Yeah, today's gospel. So we saw, and then I started praying, "Come, Holy Spirit, come!" Yeah, yes, yes. I'm sure everybody was praying. Yeah, for him yeah, yeah. People, got, I think people could sense, like, "Wow, this guy's being attacked. He's trying to give us the good teaching." Yes. And uh, somebody doesn't want, want him to no. expose, and do, didn't want any of the people there to hear yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. You know, because there could be some people in the congregation there this morning that don't that they don't believe in the devil. Yeah, that you could know? be. Could be, could hey, be. I'm we, just saying. First thing we want to talk about on the rundown yep. is the architectural design of the Pope Paul VI audience hall within the Catholic, within the Catholic, uh, within the Vatican. Excuse me. Yeah, Vatican. The the audience, the the hall. Yeah, there. It, it carries Pope an Father's, eerie impression, mm-hmm. an, uh, impression reminiscent of a snake. Yes, it does. I, I should have. I didn't ask my engineer. I should have put a picture of. Of, of, Pope of what Paul it VI, looks like. Of what it looks like. Yeah, maybe some of you can go on online and look at an aerial view of it, and you can see as we describe it, you can probably see yeah. how it looks, and and um, you're going to see the connection. Now, this was built after Vatican II, so here's my take on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a set of Acantists. No, I don't attend an SSPX chapel. I don't even attend an FSSP parish. So. I attend a regular diocesan Novus Ordo Parish, but I'm not stupid. I know what my eyeballs see. So don't try and gaslight me and tell me, oh, Jess, nothing to see here. Move on, move on. No, no. There is something to see here. Yes, absolutely. You you take a look Uh at the building of the Pope Paul VI Chapel Hall in the Vatican where lectures are given. Yeah. And it looks like a snakehead. Yep, yep. Inside and out. 
on the outside, this the aerial view is the top of the head. This is not a, a top of the head of a snake. And you can look at the, the, the diamond shape, kind of, in a way. Yeah. Uh, so, so we know what. We know that the snake is a symbol of Satan in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So here's my take. I'll say something very unpopular, but it's yeah. factual. Mm-hmm. First, we have Annabelle, the Freemason Bunini, mm-hmm. who changed the mass yep. and did irreparable damage. We're still trying after six years, trying to get yes. it right. Trying to then get it right. Then now we have the new Annabelle Bunini, named Cardinal Fernandez, mm-hmm. who's trying to change the church's doctrine. Yes. What do they want? Change, 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 change. change. Modernists. Yep. Okay? And by the way, Cardinal Fernandez, he's the ghostwriter for Amoris Laetitia. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also wants to change pastoral practices like the spontaneous blessings of couples involved in a homosexual relationship. And Fernandez knows the new Bonini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the new Bonini. Yeah, he is the new Bonini. By changing the pastoral practice, mm-hmm. they're trying to soften up and change doctrine. That's called death by a thousand slashes. Yes. I know that the declaration mm-hmm. Fiducia Supplicans says, I know, I've read it already several times, that the individual homosexuals can ask for a blessing, but that does not mean that the priest is blessing the irregular relationship. I know it says that. I'm not stupid. I read it day one. But that's a distinction without a difference mm-hmm. in the eyes of the world. Just listen to the way the mainstream media has been reporting this, uh, this uh, since the declaration came out. And look at how Father James Martin and other pro-homosexual priests and yeah. bishops around the world, how yeah. they're implementing yes. this declaration and, in their parishes and dioceses. Yeah, and, and that's why, you know, um, in the RCIA class last week, they were asking questions about this. And many of them were confused about what does this mean? So they were really uh, confused. So we had to clarify everything for them. But still, how many people outside of that RCIA class in the congregation of your of of the church every uh, every Sunday at mass are confused with that? I know in our church, our pastor has clarified that he will not do that. Yeah, he put a letter. He put Cardinal Mueller's letter. He affixed it to the bulletin, said, yeah. read Cardinal yes, Mueller's letter. letter. That's yeah. what we're going to follow we're here gonna in this follow. parish. We're going to follow yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember that as Catholics, we sin by thought, word, and deed, action. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, Cardinal Fernandez, to me, he sure expends a lot of thoughts and energy mm-hmm. yeah. on, on thinking about kissing yep. and orgasms. Mm-hmm. And you know why? I'm going to be honest. Thank you, Lila, for giving me permission. Because he's a dirty old man, to quote Lila Miller's article. Okay, Cardinal Fernandez should spend all this time Look as a theologian up. on how to become holy and save our soul and the soul of our loved ones. This man, Cardinal Fernandez, is fixated with what occurs below the yeah. waist. The man is nasty. He's a dirty old man. God have mercy on his soul. But going back to the Pope Paul the Sixth Hall. Mm-hmm. Architecture is important, Anita. Yes. What does Fulton Sheen say about architecture and Winston Churchill? Yeah, okay, so let's let's talk about Winston Churchill. What does he say? He says, when we plan our buildings, we shape them. Therefore, 
They're they after, they're shape a, they're after. us. Thereafter, they shape us. A building For, shapes, shapes us. Yeah, when we go into the church and we see this beautiful architect, it just sings to our soul. It shapes it, us. It shapes us. It's it's like we're in heaven on earth. It's just I I remember in, in Kansas. Well, how about it's yeah. going into a building that's make, made uh, that looks like a snake head? Oh, that's um, is that that's is eerie. That, is that pointing that, you towards heaven? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. And absolutely not. Fulton Sheet also yeah. says something about architecture. Yeah, he says, have you ever noticed how devoid of decoration our modern architecture is? What what a contrast is the cathedrals were there. There's the picture. Yes. There's oh, yeah. Picture. He got it up. Thank Look you, at the Richard. picture. Thank you, Richard. See that? Look at, Look we're at gonna, the picture. Let's describe that. Look at you. See the two eyeballs on the on both sides. And then you see the snake head, the snake head like scales, scales, scales coming down. You see like the that, fangs, the fangs, on, that on square, green, darkened area. And then what's in there? That's where the Pope sits. And look at uh, looking further back on the audience. See where the audience sits. See that? Does that, that inspire to love Jesus? Like, do you think about Jesus when you look at that? We've abs- been in there. And yes, I'm telling we've you, been in there. We walked in there 20 years ago. I felt something eerie. I'm like saying, this is weird. I felt like I was just in a regular secular hall. Yeah. Some type of Masonic hall. Yeah. It it didn't bring, you know, I didn't feel holiness when I went in there. It just, uh, I mean, where you could just sit and talk and dance and do all kinds of things. And um, I just wasn't, uh, it it didn't feel holy. Especially when you're at the Vatican, every building should be peppered with architecture of the sacredness and it's not there yeah look at this that, that's a clap yeah. you look at that picture it's a snakehead remember in the bible the yeah. snake symbolizes temptation mm. deception and spiritual danger that's in genesis chapter three yes the talking snake mm-hmm. also in the new testament the devil is described as a serpent of old who deceives the whole world in, Re- in revelation chapter 12 yeah. verse 9 okay yep uh and the, the, you, you also have snakes in only one instance, kind of in a positive light, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they represent healing and transformation as seen as seen in the symbol of the serpent on the staff of Moses, as we saw in Exodus chapter four, verse three, and the words of Jesus in Mark chapter 16, verse 18. But overall, the symbolism of the snake by, by and large, though it's complex and multifaceted, most of the time it represents spiritual danger. What else does the snake represent? Yeah, the, the snakes also, they, they appear numerous Numerous times in the Bible, including the Garden of Eden. I know all of us know about that as a serpent, as suggested in Genesis 3, uh, chapter 3, verse 1 and 5. Uh, this is perhaps the most famous appearance of a snake in the Bible, where it appears to Eve and tempts her to eat from the forbidden tree of knowledge. The snake's deception leads to the fall of humanity, and God curses it as implied. And you could just look at a, a chapter uh, uh, 3, verse 14. So in this story, the snake is commonly understood as a symbol of Satan, the ultimate deceiver. Additionally, a snake appears in uh, Numbers, in the uh, book of Numbers, chapter 21, verse 8 to 9, as a form of healing to the Israelites after they were punished with God with poisonous snakes Mm. for complaining about their journey in the wilderness. This snake was a bronze serpent, which symbolized God's healing power 
foreshadows the healing that Jesus provides through his death on the cross that suggested. Oh, I hear the crusher, crusher of, of the, the snake. snake. Yes. Yes. Our Holy Mother is the cause of our joy. Virgin most our, powerful. Yes. Crush the serpent head. Amen. We'll be right back. We're going to be talking about Davos uh, in the next segment. Got a lot to say about Davos. Yes, and all of you have heard about that. Yep. Mm. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We are back, Jesus 911, with Jesse Anita, Tobias, and Sarah. That's right. Yes. Hey, we want you to take a look at what's happening in Davos. There's some crazy stuff happening. We've got a short little video about. Uh, a Davos, Switzerland, where all the rich and famous are gathering, mm-hmm. they had a witch doctor perform incantations mm-hmm. and breathe her bad breath on them. That's a yeah. form of a ritual. <laughs> Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, this is a witch doctor. Breathing on the rich and famous in Davos, Switzerland. This is an imitation of an exorcism. A priest during the rite of exorcism exercises what's called exuflation. This is a mimicking of the Catholic of a Catholic priest in exuflation. Let me let me read to you right from the USCC website where they talk about this practice. It says, do the fathers of the church refer to exorcisms in their writings? Last sentence. In addition to the use of Jesus' name, other elements contributed to the shape of an early ritual, such as the sign of the cross, exuflation, breathing on the person's face, simple adjurations containing scripture, prayer, and fasting. So this is imitating the Catholic Church's practice of exuflation. The USCCB also writes about it in another part. What does it say? It says, The imposition of hands as well as the breathing on the person's face, exuflation, by the exorcist reaffirms the power of the Holy Spirit at work in the person as a result of his, her, his or her baptism, confirming him or her as a temple of God. Finally, the Lord's cross is shown to the afflicted person and the sign of the cross is made over him and her demonstrating the power of Christ over the devil. There it is. So that's where... And and this woman, this witch, was flown over to Davos, Switzerland, and cursed, did ritual curses upon the rich and famous. In case you're wondering, hey, is is Davos, Switzerland, the the World Economic Forum, are these people like, you know, good people? No, they're all occultists. they're cultists. And I'm sure those people, if they're not afflicted, there's going to be are. some level of affliction. Now they are. And, uh, hey, whatever happened to COVID? 
Yeah. COVID practices, aren't they the ones that were that, uh, uh, the leaders of all this? Mask up, six feet apart, apart. Yeah. you know, they uh, broke, this, they broke uh, they, all, the, liberal, all yeah. the rules. They were all they broke all the liberal COVID protocols. <laughs> OK, and this blowing you, in their face with their bad breath. Yes. Demon bad breath. Can you imagine <laughs> that? OK, I, I want you to watch another video. And this is sad here, but we got to share share it with you. Yeah, we got, you know. Pope Francis, our Pope, praises Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum in a message that he sent mm-hmm. to the 2024 Davos Summit. He, he sent them a message. You know, I, I don't know how the Pope can bless and praise somebody after they open it up with a witch doctor. But, yes. Mr. Engineer, can you play that short clip? Pope Francis praised Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum in a message he sent to the 2024 Davos Summit. He did not mention Christ, Catholicism, or the role of the church in his message, but instead highlighted the role of the World Economic Forum in the world's future and, quote, the process of globalization. You have got to be kidding me. Yep, that's right. He stated the process of globalization, which has by now clearly demonstrated the interdependence of the world's nations and peoples, thus has a fundamentally moral dimension, which must make itself felt in the economic, cultural, political, and religious discussions that aim to shape the future of the international community. While not promoting faith or religion as an answer to society's current crises, Pope Francis has called on nations and businesses to promote, quote, far-sighted and ethically sound models of globalization. This would work to put power at the service of the common good of our human family, giving priority to the poor, the needy, and those in the most vulnerable situations. Of course, this might work if we all feared God and were a moral people. To read more of Pope Francis's message to Klaus Schwab and the Davos Summit, go to LifeSiteNews.com. Yep, go to LifeSite News so you can read the <laughs> entire uh, article on Our it. Our buddies. Oh, yeah, my we're not, goodness. We're not a, we at VMPL, we're not ashamed to say yep. we collaborate with LifeSite and John Henry Weston. Those are good yep. people. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so Pope Francis sent a message. Of praise to the World Economic Forum and its founder, Klaus Schwab, writing that the group's annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland, is an, quote, important opportunity, end quote, in the wider attempt Quote, to explore innovative and effective effective ways to build a better world, end quote. What is a better world? Christ. A the world truth. that knows Jesus, Jesus a world is that the embraces world. the gospel. Yeah, the <laughs> only, going off. <laughs> the only globalization I care yep, about is, is Catholic, Catholic evangelism globalization. globalization. Absolutely. World, world Catholic evangelism with all the over truth. the globe. With that's the truth. what we need. Yes, absolutely. We do need. Th- that's the light of Christ that we need to fall upon the earth, mm-hmm. not uh, not the not, mach- not the machinations of these these uh, uh, the rich and famous who have a plan to save yeah. the earth. No, Jesus has the plan to save the earth yes. and the world, and it's going to happen in His time and only the way He wants to do it, the way it's already been. We have to be obedient to His plan. Yeah. And these and this this is an example of sure uh, disobedience on the globalists on their in their um, yeah because they're their platform yeah. absolutely yeah I'll tell you how God's yeah. going to save the world I make it yeah. simple okay he's going the Bible says he's going to d- burn the world with fire destroy it then reconstitute it and unite it to heaven mm-hmm. the new heavens and the new earth yeah just like the Noah's flood the world has to be destroyed but this time by fire. Because of the sins of man, they stink in the nostrils of God. <laughs> and what if Pope Francis, what does he continue? He, he also continued to say, it this is, is Pope Francis. This is Pope here. Francis. He said, it is my hope then that the participants in this year's forum will be mindful of the moral responsibility that each of us has in the fight against poverty. We're always going to have poverty. The That's attainment of an integral development for all 
our brothers and sisters and the quest for a peaceful coexistence among peoples. That's what he wrote. The, here's what's what's pro- problem is that the Holy Father he did not mention Christ. No, nope, he, he didn't. did not mention Catholicism, salvation, right. the role of the church in his message. But instead, he highlighted the role of the World Economic Forum, Forum and the global future and their plans. One more. This thing. leads me to believe Pope Francis does not know his role in the world. This leads me to believe that he doesn't believe in his papacy, that he is the father of the world yes, to evangelize yes. the world because he is in this position. He was chosen for this position to evangelize the world. Therefore, he has a responsibility of every soul in, in the, the world, world to come to Christ yeah, and to hear the truth. And yeah. if this is not happening, woo, yeah. I'm st- Ah, yeah, he's uh, scary. He shouldn't lead us. Scary. Pope Francis is not supposed to lead us Mm. to recycling. He's supposed to lead us to salvation. Absolutely. I want you to listen to somebody who inspires me. The Argentine's new president. Oh yes, Javier Milei. Uh-huh. He denounces he 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 was at the 2024 Davos summit, the World Economic Forum. And he blasted these mm-hmm. globalists. Yeah. He called abortion. He denounced the bloody abortion agenda. Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? Radical feminism agenda has led to is greater state intervention to hinder the economic process, giving a job to bureaucrats who have not contributed anything to society. Examples, um, ministries of, of women or international organizations devoted to promoting this agenda. Another conflict presented by socialists is that of humans against nature, claiming that we human beings damage the planet, which should be protected at all costs, even going as far as advocating for population control mechanisms or the bloody um, abortion agenda. Unfortunately, these harmful ideas have taken a strong hold in our society. Neo-Marxists have managed to co-opt the uh, common sense of the Western world, and this they have achieved by appropriating the uh, media, culture, universities, and also international organizations. The latter case is the most serious one, probably, because these are institutions that have enormous influence on political and economic decisions of the countries that make up the multilateral organizations. Fortunately, there's more and more of us who are daring to make our voices heard, because we see that if we don't truly and decisively fight against these ideas, the only possible fate is for us to have increasing levels of state regulation, socialism, poverty, and less freedom, and therefore uh, will be um, having worse standards of living. The West has unfortunately already started to go along this path. I know to many... Wow. This guy, he, I'm surprised yes, this guy he's walked very out brave. Alive. Well, this like I'm uh, surprised they that's didn't, what they didn't happened. Shoot him in the head. Well, what happened? Uh, President Trump did the same thing. Yeah, he went and he says, you know, yeah, it's, but, a, it's all about my country. What's going to make America great? Yeah. How, uh, this guy, this new president from Argentina, Javier yes. Milei, mm-hmm. he's a he's a mega. In other words, he wants to make Argentina great, great again. again. Okay? Yes. Same same with the president of El Salvador. Mm-hmm. He's just like this. Yes. He's another MAGA guy. He wants to make El Salvador great again. Yeah. And by the way, if our friend Eduardo Verastegui, if he would ever reach the highest post in Mexico as president, because he's running for office, what does he want to do? He's also a MAGA. He yes. wants to make Mexico, Mexico great again. And what do they mean by that? 
They want to bring in conservative, patriotic, and Christian values to bear upon society. That's mm-hmm. what they want to do. Yes, and uh, I think uh, President Trump has uh, has been a, a great example to all these new upcoming prime ministers, presidents. You know, like in Italy, he's the one in Italy, them. he's really inspired oh, them to, yeah. to for courage, and that's what we have. We're 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 baptized. Catholics, we've had our confirmation. We need to have courage to go out there and speak. Come with May. Yeah. And I was uh, talking to a bishop the other day, and he says, well, you know, if you want to do things, uh, you, you, lay people always have to ask the, the bishop. I said, no, we don't. I said, that's not what the catechism says. The catechism <laughs> says that your baptism and your confirmation empower you yeah. to be disciples of Christ and mm. go out and evangelize. Yes. I'm just quoting to you the catechism, Bishop. That's all I'm doing. They forget we're out in the streets. We know what's going on. We have the time to look at what is happening in the world. It is up to us to empower and, and, and help our bishops look at this is what's happening let's do this now if they don't do it if they don't take action when there's deception that's on them them. but we're going to do it right y'all right absolutely yeah 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 as catholics remember we're going to go out there empowers you to go out there and evangelize and pray in public your baptism your confirmation and the fact that you're a son and yes. a soldier of Christ. I Absolutely. don't care if you're female, you're a soldier of Christ. Yes. The Bible calls male and female soldiers of Christ. Christ. And so we know that Christ is our king and we have a missionary mandate to take this to the world. Well, that's that's good news. Javier, yeah, that, uh, this I am just so... Me. Yes, he Javier does. Javier inspires We're going to keep an eye on his uh, uh, And the president of Salvador mm-hmm. inspires me. Yes. And, and, oh. yep. Our the Lady, one, Queen of Peace. The one that's most inspirational. Yes. Yes, the one is. that ultimately inspires me. Here she comes, our lady Guadalupe. Hey, up next on the rundown, we're going to talk about uh, this uh, rapper, Lil Nas. He's mocking our Lord Jesus Christ in his latest promo video. He's jumping over the trap door. Yes. Absolutely. Your beauty and your grace are the bright We're back. We're back. Thank you for staying with us. You're here with Jesse and Anita, and we just we are going to talk about the rapper Little Nas X mocks how he mocks Jesus and his latest uh, promo video. Yeah, all I could say is to Little Nas is uh, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Yes, I hope that he repents before he drops dead because this man has broken the worst commandment of all, the first commandment mm-hmm. of all the ten. Breaking the first commandment is the worst. Blaspheming God. Yes. Sacrilege is against, against God. And a little Nas, uh, thanks be to God that he's receiving backlash, significant yes, backlash. Significant. Yes, from the Christian community. Obviously. From, yeah. uh, after the Grammy Award winner posted on social media photos and videos of himself mocking the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. Yeah. On uh, and his and his post on X, the rapper, he posted an image of himself on the cross, just like we said. And the caption on it, it said, My new single is dedicated to the man who had the greatest comeback of all time, Jay Christ. That's yeah, a, 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 it doesn't matter. You in a se- in a sense, I actually kind of see that he's kind of is he admiring our Lord? I don't know. I mean, the way he admired him, you don't it, do it. It's, it's kind that's of a, not the way it's he kind of a weird way to reach out to Jesus yeah. by, by kind of mocking him. That's yeah. this is a, some people yeah. say, Oh, Jesse's going through a conversion. 
Uh, watch the video. I no. don't think so. No. Yeah. You know, it's you know we have uh, during the Stations of the Cross on on Good Friday. You know, we have uh, uh, role playing where we have Jesus on the cross and and people and the per, per, uh, parishioners do that. But that's not mocking. Yeah. That's remembering yeah. what Christ did for us. Now, is this what's what's is this what's is this Catholics what is doing what, what he's doing? Catholics he, reenact the passion play with respect, with respect, and with love, with honor, and, with, and, yeah, and, and, and reverence and dignity. Absolutely, with and devotion. This, no, but this this is not that. No, it's not. Mm-mm. So, in a post on X, the rapper posted an image of himself on the cross with the caption. Oh, my wife already shared that. Uh, Underneath his initial post, he continued to post a video of himself on the cross that transformed into an angelic type of armor. Okay, yeah. here's my comment. This young rapper is jumping over the trap door of hell. As I said, this is a violation of the first commandment, mm. which is the worst commandment to break of all ten. All I could say is, God have mercy on this young man's soul. His parents have a lot of, as Ricky Ricardo would say, splaining to, to do. do. Okay? <laughs> Whoever uh. raised him... Yeah, did a terrible job yep. of forming his moral conscience and teaching him virtue mm-hmm. and respect and honor for the yes, one true absolutely. for the Son of God. Yeah, because he would have second thoughts of, "Oh, I can't oh. do that. That's uh, that's crossing the line." If he uh, had virtue and a, if he had a, faith, yeah. and he was you know raised with faith and going to mass or going going to his Protestant service, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he would think twice about doing yeah, that. There's no way a Jesus-believing no. pro- black Protestant would do what he did. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, and you know what? There, there, he posted uh, another video of himself mocking Holy Communion. Surprise, surprise, you know. Uh, you can watch uh, a rapper Lil, a Lil Nas X mocks Jesus and Christians by mocking the Holy a practice of communion. So he's he has a bowl of hosts in one, one side, and he has these little cups, about turn twenty or thirty cups filled with grape juice or some type of liquid that resembles wine. And uh, but it, of it course, looks, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, uh, it, it's not consecrated. So I'm like, not going to say precious blood. Right. Of course not. It's a Protestant communion service, service that he kind of shows. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because they, it's a symbol for them. Yeah. But for us as Catholics, there's a deeper. We know. We, that in the Catholic, yeah. the bread and wine becomes the body and blood of Jesus. Absolutely. And so I take this as an affront to the Catholic faith, ultimately. I, absolutely. Because Protestantism, that's all they get is, is, is bread and grape juice. But, so you can't make a mockery of bread and grape yeah, juice. Right. That's a mockery of it Catholicism. It is a mockery. Not only that, he look at how he's dressed. Yeah. He's dressed with uh, the same uh, uh, attire that Jesus was wearing at the last supper yeah. so we you right. know the pictures that depict yeah. him as such so um the rapper has been mocking jesus to promote his upcoming single so that's what he's doing he's promoting his his uh uh his music. music so social social media users attacked what they considered to be a demonic new preview of rapper little nas x upcoming jingle called Jesus Christ, yeah, J. Christ. Single, he calls single. it J. Christ. That's what he calls it. Yeah. The rapper dropped an image for the song that features him as Jesus Christ on the cross while a group pulls it, in, in, it pulls it into place. 
He also attached a GFI of himself as Jesus on a golden cross that transforms into a kind of an angelic armor around him. I think the only angelic is just because there's a halo above his head. Nothing else seems angelic to the me. The only angelic he has it, there is and, demons. Who, who right, have, right. Who angelic nature. Yes, They never right. the angelic nature. And he only had an, a halo yeah. above him. So that's right. why they call it angelic armor around yeah. him. No, that was, doesn't, he was I, I didn't think that was angelic. angelic. Absolutely. Fallen angels. Yeah. yeah. Here's what he said. What did he say about his new single? He said his new single. My new single is dedicated to the man who had the greatest comeback of all time. Jay Christ. Again, that's. Yep. To me, that's sarcastic. That's tongue in cheek. Yes. I don't think he means it. Yep. That's not the way you treat. That's not the the the, the respect uh, and 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 honor that you that befits the son of God. Yeah. That, that his his music video and his and his and his music, his lyrics. Yeah. Uh, though the the rapper he argued that the song is dedicated, even though he's dedicated to Christ, there's other rappers and commentators uh, express doubt that the ordinarily controversial. LGBTQ performer suddenly found Jesus. Previously, the Gateway Pundit reported Lil Nas X released a music video of himself giving a lap dance to Satan. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's on video. video. You can see that. I I saw a picture of it. That's hideous. It's It's hideous and dark. Absolutely. This young man has some serious issues with his love of sin. Yes. And his hatred of the Ten Commandments. Now, let me get theological here. Yes. There are some people that are perfectly possessed. And uh, that's a term that was used by Father Malachi Martin, who more and more uh, sounds like a great prophet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, somebody who's perfectly possessed, they've aligned their will with the demon's will. Now, Father Ripperger calls that, and Kyle Clement, the, the, the liberal crystal experts, they call this psychological compatibility with a demon. This means... There's a symbiotic relationship with each other. When a person has psychological compatibility with a demon, they can operate and function quite normally like you and I do. Diabolical manifestation occurs when one's will is in conflict with the demons. Mm -hmm. But when your will is aligned with the demon, there will be no diabolic manifestation. He got you where you want, where he wants you. And he's got Nas exactly yes, where he wants, he wants him. him. Lap dancing on him, doing yep. videos mm-hmm. and mocking Christ through videos and yep. music. Mm-hmm. Psychological compatibility is a relationship with a demon. And this young man, you watch his videos, you listen to his music. This young man has psychological compatibility with the demons of homosexuality, mm-hmm. which are the generals under Satan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Anita, so when did this psychological compatibility, when did it start? Well, you know, according, it started the in, Crystal yeah, experts, the our teachers, yeah, Kyle Clement, he said this psychological compatibility started in the Garden of Eden. There has to be a psychological compatibility between the human and the demon. There must be a point or a few points of agreement. The more psychological compatibility there is, the more the relationship becomes deeper between the person and the demon. The demon wants to replace your relationship with God. So the demon is looking for the husband or the wife that is in conflict in their interior life and inclined towards a certain sin. 
Every person has a particular vulnerability. And this guy has yes. a, a vulnerability of homo- to, to homosexuality. Yes. He has a vulnerability to bad words. Yes. He has a bul- vulnerability to profanity, mm-hmm. to, yes. to, to things that are unchaste. Absolutely. And Ab- so those are some of the most powerful demons under Satan. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that have made comments. If you go to the YouTube page, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, that have said uh, that have posted comments it says, uh, here's one. It says, you'd better read the whole script. To, to little Nos. Yeah. Satan loses badly in the end. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another one, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. The real Jesus Christ. Here, here's a, another one. Uh, uh, let me see. Here's another a good one. People talking about Old Town Road, but it's... No, that's that's not it. I want a good one here. Yeah. Uh, I think they're all, uh, um, yeah. I think they're just. Here's, yeah, so let me make my comments, mm-hmm. okay? Well, yeah, this is a good one. He wants your reaction. He wants your attention. Don't give it to him. That's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he quotes a book. Look at this. Galatians 6, 7. Oh, bingo. Mm-hmm. Do not be deceived, little Nas and other <laughs> blasphemers. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And so what should we do? Pray for this young man uh, that he may that he may come to Christ one day mm-hmm. and uh, that he may embrace Jesus Christ as his shepherd. Mm-hmm. In fact, let's say a short prayer for him. Yeah, let's say this. Let's say a prayer Hail Mary for little Nas. Or the, uh, the soul of Christ. Soul of Christ. Christ. We'll do it. And we'll, we'll make it, it personal. personal. Yeah, we'll make do it, it in English. Yeah. Okay. In the name of the Father, Father Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. And Amen. please join us if you know yeah. you're familiar with this prayer. We're going to say his, his name, name too. Yeah, little Nas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Soul of Christ, Christ sanctify little Nas. Body, Body of Christ, Christ save little Nas. Blood of Christ, inebriate little Nas. Water from the side of Christ, wash little Nas. Passion of Christ, strengthen little Nas. Oh, good Jesus, hear little Nas. Within your wounds, hide little Nas. In the hour of his death, call little Nas. Close to you, keep, keep little Nas. I think because we're that with, your, that with your angels and saints, little Nas may one day be praising you forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, may the light of Christ fall upon little Nas in the name of the Father, Father Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is a prayer the Father should be praying for his son for his conversion. And guess what? We have a holy pause. Yes. Our Lady, the Crusher of Demons. And, and next on the run, I want to talk about the green scapular. We'll be right back. Pray for us. So tenderly you hold us in your arms. Your beauty and your grace are the bright little dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. We are back. Thank you for staying with us on those three segments and and this last segment. But you know what? We had something sent to us from our very intelligent, high information, information, right winger. (laughs) Holy, 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 holy. Holy radio engineer. Engineer, Richard. Richard O'Bannon just sent (laughs) me He always has our back. (laughs) Yeah, he always always cleans things up for us. (laughs) When I make a little foie pas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he wants to add something. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. Richard just sent this foxnews.com. Little little Nos on X, apology for music video, could be a step in the right direction, uh, says a Christian. So it says, Little Nos's X music video and its accompanying promotion featured religious imagery, <coughs> including a portrayal of the rapper as Jesus Christ on the cross, 
which immediately prompted criticism from many Christians who interpreted it as a mocking and disrespecting Christianity following its release on January 12th, the rapper issued an apology on his Instagram account insisting that he didn't mean to attack Christians. He says, I know I messed up really bad this time. I can I can act unbothered all I want, but it's definitely taken a mental toll on me. Close quote. Mm-hmm. Little Nas said, I'm not some evil demon guy trying to destroy everybody's values and stuff like that. That's not me. Close quote. It says, though D1 remarked that while he would have to see Little Nas's ex's actions to find out whether he's sincere, he currently has no reason to believe that the apology was not genuine. Mm-hmm. So well, like that's a that's step like in the right his, direction. His prick. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. maybe he is has some Christian background upbringing of some sort. So maybe that's bringing him to you know to this like reflection to take a step back and say, yeah. wait a minute, Seriously. this is I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe he's remembering some of the yeah. some of the. I'm, I'm I'm serious. Some of the beautiful, simple Negro spirituals like. Uh, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that that stuff that was inculcated when he was yes. a kid, maybe in his little little Baptist church, you know, in, yeah. the, in the neighborhood with a black pastor and a black congregation. Yeah. Maybe some of that is starting to percolate. Yeah. And some maybe. of the prayers of the elders. Yeah, and, he's and, really taking it. That, yeah. that takes a lot for him yeah. to, for someone to come back to and just admit that, whoa, wait a minute. I, I, I offended and I, I not only did I offend other people and yeah. other, the my Christian brother and sisters, if yes. he's Christian, yeah. but also the Lord. I offended the Lord. That's a sign. This. It's a good sign. That That's is a good that. sign. So, good. Yeah, you know, when you think of him, him okay? when you see him, yeah, we're not canonizing <laughs> yeah. him. We're not, a, you no. know, uh, giving yeah. him a, a, a not, free pass. No. Just keep praying for him. Yeah. Pray for his conversion. Yeah. And that's why we're going to talk about the green scapular. Yes. Green our, scapular our has a lot to do scapular. with those that convert. A yeah. miraculous little-known sacrament yes. for healing and conversion. Yeah, it's so, known as the scapular conversion. Have yeah. you heard of the green scapular of the Immaculate Heart of Mary? So, yeah, let's see. Well, let's talk about it. Our Lady gave this little-known sacramental to Sister Justine Bisquia Brewery. Bisquia Brewery, I think. Of the Daughters of Charity of St. Vincent de Paul. After several visions, Our Lady presented the green scapular on September 8, 1840. Our Lady appeared with her heart engulfed in flames in one hand and the scapular in the other. The scapular consisted of green cloth attached to a green cord. On one side of the scapular displayed her apparition. The other side depicted a heart set ablaze and pierced with a sword, with rays more br- brilliant than the sun and clearer than crystal. Remember the sword, the sor- seven sorrows of Mary. She's represented with swords, seven swords through her heart. So seven, and it follows the path of, of Gethsemane. I mean, yes, the, the Via Dolorosa, Rosa. where mm-hmm. every single action done against her son was piercing, piercing her, her heart. heart. Yeah. yeah, inscribed in an oval around. And this is just we're continuing on with the description of the scapular, the green scapular, uh, the green scapular on an oval around Our Lady's heart were these words: "Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us now and at the hour of our death." At that time of the apparition, Sister Justine heard interiorly that the scapular should be shared with the world as an instrument in the conversion of souls. Pope Pius IX 
approved the sacramental in 1863 and again in 1870, he said, quote, write to these good sisters that I authorize them to make and distribute mm-hmm. it, close quote. Mm-hmm. So a priest should bless a scapular, and by the way, any priest can do this, mm-hmm. and the devotee should wear it, saying the inscribed prayer regularly and with confidence. To help another person, what? To obtain grace, grace. actual grace. Mm-hmm. The devotee may secretly place a scapular, secretly, in a home, <laughs> for example, and pray the inscribed prayer with confidence for the individual. So for all of you that have mm-hmm. kids that are left at church, yep. a spouse that's an unbeliever, mm-hmm. put the green scapular, put many green scapulars in places around the home yeah. where your unbelieving spouse maybe in, be in, uh, in between the... The bed, mm-hmm. in his pillowcase, in his sock drawer. Same with your kids. Go to their house and put green scapulars that are blessed yeah. in different places. Yeah. Of course, you have permission to be there. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oops, you put it there in their computer desk drawer. Right. And guess what? This helps obtain the grace of God for their conversion. Yeah, and it's also assurance for a happy death. That also is one of some of the benefits of the green scapular. And then obviously for those that are already in the faith to continue strengthening uh, uh, the faith of those already in the church. Uh, There's another one, protection from Satan for those who wear it or promote the scapular. So that's those. Of course, you have to wear it with faith, not with superstition. superstition. Remember, everything you wear, every sacramental you wear and every sacramental you use, holy water, blessed salt. Those things are sacramentals. You use them with faith, not with superstitions. Here's a, here's the story of how this person says how I discovered the green scapular. This is my only way of trying to spread a true a, a true and tender love of her immaculate heart and of of paying my debt to her. Some years ago, before penicillin was in use, I was lying in the hospital, very ill with pneumonia. Mm. I began to hemorrhage, and the doctors decided to operate as a last resort. Then a little nun came into my room. Father, have you great Father, have you great faith in the mother of God, especially in her immaculate heart? If so, you can be cured. A little nun. How, sister? Now this is the testimony of a Catholic priest. Yep. How, sister? Through the green scapular. What's that? Four wow. years ago, Father <laughs> He's a priest. Yeah. Four years ago, Father, the nun says, I was operated on for cancer. I was so filled with it that they closed me up and sent me away to die. Then I prayed to Our Lady of the Green Scapular, grew tired of wanting to die, and came back to work. I'm cured. Father, do you want me to give you a scapular? Please, sister. With that, she put one over my head. A feeling of tremendous confidence poured into me, and the bleeding stopped. Two days later in the x-ray room, they asked me when the hemorrhage had ceased. When I replied that it was a matter, that it was a matter of a couple of days, they expressed great surprise. They said, quote, you have a wound that is six months healed and there is no mark. Wow. Today, even the scars are gone. No wonder I speak of an un- unpayable debt to our immaculate heart, to her immaculate heart. Since then, I have done everything possible to foster this devotion. To my great joy and amazement, those to whom I have spoken of the green scapular have become more zealous than I. Never have I seen the equal of the faith and confidence of these new apostles of Mary. There's another story. Yeah, there's another story. I knew someone who was dating a girl who really loved. He really loved. But she was not at all interested in his faith. She thought religion was a scam, a sham. He didn't know what to do, especially if he decided to marry her. 
He very much wanted a, wanted a devout Catholic family, and there seemed to be nothing he could say to her to open her heart to God. I went over to a very special case I have and, and opened it up. Part of the case's contents was a few green scapulars. I had touched to the cover 160 first-class relics of saints. I gave him one and I explained he should hide it in a place she spends a lot of time in. Chair, bed, car, wherever. He decided to tape it under her car. It was almost immediately that he noticed a change in her. She became more inquisitive about his faith and more open to the possibility of this faith for her. Then one day she found the scapular taped under her car. She figured it was him, and when she asked, he admitted placing it there and explained its significance. Instead of getting mad at him, she saw it was a thoughtful gesture. She started carrying the scapular in her pocket all at all times, and most important, she started going to church with him. Green scapular power. That's what I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying that. Here's one yeah. more. This is a short one. Ruben Nava, he used to be on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We wish him well in his new endeavors, but he was here with me for a couple of years. Good man. Yeah. Ruben converted his Protestant wife, Debbie. She was a hardcore Calvary Chapel when they were dating. And uh, and Ruben is a serious Catholic. So there was, although they were compatible in every other way, they were incompatible in their faith life. And so Ruben told me that he started putting green scapulars mm-hmm. in, in like her apartment and places, you know, in her pillowcase underneath her mattress. He put a lot of green scapulars in a lot of places. He's, he was trying Catholic apologetics with her. That didn't work because she was coming back with Protestant apologetics and she had all the books from all the... <laughs> so what ended up happening? One day she just told Ruben, just like she, her heart softened and says, um, I'd like to join RCIA and become a Catholic. So Reuben's wife, Debbie, converted. It wasn't through Protestant Catholic argumentation. That didn't work, Reuben said. Because Reuben had all the booklets and all the arguments down pat. Mm-hmm. Debbie converted through the sacramental graces that she received through the green scapular, through the intercession of Our Lady, and through Reuben's prayers. Because I know Reuben. He's a praying man. Yeah. But she was a, a Catholic by birth, right? Yeah. She was a, a cradle Catholic. So it wasn't hard and to... And then her percolate. adult life. Yeah. Right, her to, adult life, to, she became... It wasn't uh, hard to... To stir yeah. up the graces right. of, of, of those sacramental Sacrament graces, graces that she to received. Come back. Yeah. So it was easier to get her back. Yeah. But the prayer that's prayed when you give somebody the green scapular, me and my wife will pray to end the show here. Yeah. It's Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. That's such a beautiful prayer. So when Just... you give somebody the green scapular, place it, hide it in somebody's yep. house that you want to receive the grace of conversion, that's what you're called to pray every day. Yeah. That short little prayer. And I know conversion. right now, all of you, like me, are thinking... Hmm. I think I'm going to do that. I have somebody in mind. I have, I have many people, many in, people mind. in mind, but the one I have in mind is the one I'm going to uh, first target. target. Yeah. yeah. Order a bunch of green scapulars, take them to your parish, have them blessed by the Catholic priest, and just that prayer. Remember, start giving them to people, ask them to wear them. Unbelievers, fallen away Catholics, go to their houses, put them in places. If you have permission to be yeah, there. You can, right. If you have permission to be there and yeah. just... Don't break like in the house said, and put them there. You yeah, can't do that. It, it, right. If you're invited Absolutely in the house, not. you can put you're them invited. there. And remember, it's secret. Yeah. You can do it. It's allowed. Then yeah. say that prayer. Hey, we're yeah, done. Yeah. That's a wrap, family. God bless you. God. We love you. Keep the faith. We'll see you next time. <laughs>